people welcome to join the group chat hashtag jtgc um this is season two episode two and i know i just gave you guys an episode but i had some things i really wanted to talk about and while it's still fresh in my mind i wanted to go ahead and get this out there um you know i don't really do extensive story time um i you know that's just it's just not normally the i guess the the way that the flow that I guess this podcast goes but today I think it's appropriate and it's definitely imperative to kind of what I wanted to talk about um and I'll start with today and give you guys a little backdrop so today um I got a random call on Facebook from an ex and now this ex I haven't talked to in a really long time um and it's a it was a really long time ago um that this happened, I mean, like, five years, I mean, well, I've been, guys, I've been down south for three years now, guys, three years, well, it'll be official in February, but three years, so, anything most I'm talking about is definitely over three years ago, um, but this was about five years, five, six years, um, and normally I wouldn't have answered, because, I mean, you know, what am I gonna talk to an ex for, but, and, I mean, we didn't really end in the best way either, so, I was kind of like, what is he calling me for? And then he had messaged me and was like, hey, I really need you to answer. Um, I, you're the only person I could talk to. I think I'm going to kill myself. And, I, you know, when I saw it, I'm like, you know, and I'm, and I'm not saying, I, I do take mental health very seriously because I think it's a very serious thing. At the same time, when I say a lot of times I'd be telling people when people call people other people toxic, I'm like, what does that even really mean? I feel like we just kind of throw that word around. But he was very toxic to my um, positivity, my peace, and everything else. So if there was any definition of the word, I was about to say his name again. Okay, he would be it. And I'm trying not to say his name, but if you know me, I mean, you prob- if you know me and you're close to me, you probably know who he is. Um, but... I will try to keep his name out of here or try to think of a nick I don't even have a nickname but um yeah so he calls me again and this time I answer and I'm like hello and he's like I know we haven't talked in a really long time I'm sitting here like kind of rolling my eyes like okay and I'm like but what's the problem like what are you talking about you're about you know you feel like you're gonna kill yourself and he was just like, I'm I'm really messed up out here. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh boy. And I was just like, okay, like what's I mean, what's the problem though? And he was like, I see you're happy and you know, and I know you're happy and all I keep thinking about is like I really messed up, like, for real. I was like, Oh my god, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> we ain't doing this thing. I'm like, but why do you feel like you're killing yourself? And then he starts going into how he um he started his drinking problem again, which was kind of like the problem when we were together before, and how, you know, he's homeless now, and he's in a man's shelter, and like I said, I'm, that's why I'm trying not to say his name, but I mean, these things are important to the story, and to the moral of the story, so, um, you know, and he's like, I don't talk to my kids, blah, blah, I'm just really messed up out here, and all I keep, and I don't want to talk to nobody, I just ignore everybody, and all I keep thinking is you're the only person I want to talk to, because you were, like, you were the person that was there, and this, that, and third, and I'm just like, oh my god, here we go, you know, and, um, 
I was just kind of like, you know, I was just like, well, I I pretty much said that, like, you know, I, I tried to help you back then. You didn't want my help. Then he starts talking about, well, I was like, why don't you just go to rehab? And he was just like, well, I, I did an outpatient program and I did an outpatient program and, uh, you know, and he was like, they wanted me to do inpatient 28 days of just inside, no contact, no. And I'm like, that's exactly what you need. You know what I mean? And now here, here's the thing, guys. You cannot save everybody, right? And and I'm not saying it in a mean way, but right now, like, he's not a priority. He's not he's not my, my I'm not gonna say he's not my problem because when we were together I took on all the all of his issues and tried to I tried to quote unquote fix him and try to save him and try to, you know, really just care and genuinely like care the hell out of him. Care the literal hell that is in him, you know what I mean? Out of him. And I mean, it was just, it was a very bad situation for me because, you know, when you take on other people's stuff, depending on what it is, it, and that load is on you, you know, that's some heavy stuff. And I already have a lot of stuff on my plate. So I kind of was just like, you know what, like, honestly, listen, like talking to me is really not going to help because if talking to me would have helped, it would have helped you a long time ago. You really like need to go to rehab and he, you know, and the call maybe lasted for about seven or eight minutes because he starts you know saying how i guess because his niece passed away a, a long time ago about six about five six seven five six years ago and he went into even like he was already kind of drinking and all this stuff but he went to like a really dark and deep place and he was mean he said all types of stuff and you know so some stuff is just unforgivable you know um and i was just trying to explain to him like listen like i, I did try to help you and I said, now it would, and I, and in no way, shape, or form am I undermining the fact that, you know, he's depressed or anything like that. Um, I just feel like some battles are not mine to fight, you know. And I, you know, I just kind of was going over my mind, like... I remember I used to feel like I wasn't doing enough. Like, I was failing because he was still having his problems, you know? And now I'm just like, you know, and he was just like, I, I just appreciate who you were. I appreciate how you always tried to help me. Like, you really did, like, care about me. And I just took it for granted. And this, that, and third. And he just goes on and stuff like that. And he was just like, you know, you're, like, really the best thing, like, that could have happened in my life. But you know I just I took it for granted I'm so sorry he's like like I realize you know now that like I love you I love you and he was like and and you know he just he's just going on and I'm sitting here like it's just interesting because I remember I felt like less of a person I felt like I was failing because I couldn't save him back then or I couldn't prevent certain stuff from happening. And I'm just like, you know what? That's why I tell people, never compromise who you are, you know, because someone doesn't appreciate it. And I remember I used to say all the time, like, I'm just not going to care about nobody anymore, da, 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 this and the third, because, I mean, we, he really did put me through a lot. Um, but never compromise yourself. You know what I'm saying? And never think that because a seed hasn't been, hasn't produced any fruit right away, that the seed is not important, you know? Um, so here, here's the backdrop and you guys maybe will understand a little bit more about my stance because I, I didn't stay on the phone for him with him for long and I was kind of like listen like you really need rehab like talking to me is not going to help you need to go to rehab and um, he supposedly said he's going to go but um, I'm oh okay 
I got it. I'm going to call him Queens. Um, Because I have to say a name. I can't just like keep saying him because I'm going to end up saying his actual name. I'm going to call him Queens. Um, me and Queens met... Ooh. Mm, eight years ago, maybe? Eight, nine years ago. And we met because of someone named... Bro- well, his name is not Brooklyn, but he's from... Okay, I'm calling him Queens because he's from Queens. And then his friend is... I don't say a name. He's from Brooklyn. I'm about to use some of uh, um, some of Derek's uh, <laughs> Derek's tactics. Okay, so Queens dude. Um, I met because of Brooklyn dude, and now <laughs> Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn and me were friends. We met, we met a long. T- me, I mean, we met a long time ago. Um, literally, how we met was, I was walking down the street and Brooklyn stopped me like, "Yo, you are really beautiful." And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Back then, I hadn't, like, my self-esteem was very low. So, I mean, you know, no, he didn't get anything, by the way. I'm just saying, like, that kind of caught my attention. And I stopped and talked to him, and we kind of, ever since then, we were kicking it. And this is, I got to be, I want to say, like, I met Brooklyn when I was, like, 16, 17. And then I met Queens at, like, 19, 20. Well, yeah. I want to say like 1920. Nope. Definitely 19. Okay. So, me and Brooklyn kind of always liked each other. We always kind of had that attraction, but um there was so many elements at play. And then and then I got with um Jordan's donor. Um we won't get into that story today, but I got into Jordan's donor. I got with Jordan's donor, so me and Brooklyn really kind of just, you know, nixed it. And, you know, when I'm in a relationship, you know, that's... I got with Jordan's donor. I was chilling. Um, And then once me and him kind of, eh, we fell off. Me and Jordan's donor fell off, and we really just kind of, like, we thought it was over. You know, we clearly, it wasn't. Um, But we thought it was over at that point. Um... Me and Brooklyn started kicking it again because now, like, if I'm in a relationship, I'm not going to be just chilling with a dude. So we stopped We stopped hanging out. And we started hanging out again after me and the donor got, you know, ended at that time. And we really, like, we really dug each other. But for some reason, I think that it just wasn't, like, for me, it wasn't enough. Like, I liked him. I liked the fact that he, he was, he's one of the funniest, I mean, he was one of the funniest dudes I've ever met. Like, he made me laugh all the time. Like, Brooklyn made me laugh <laughs> constantly. And then I remember he used to always be like, I love your laugh, you know what I'm saying? So he used to love, like, make, make, make me laugh. But to me, that, just, it just wasn't enough, because I feel like that was it. You know what I mean? Like, he made me laugh, and he was attractive, and that was it. Like, we didn't have extensive, intelligent conversations. Um, you know, and like that, I mean, that was it. Like we didn't have extensive, like intelligent conversation. Like we, we talked about like, just, I don't know. It was just never, like, never like really intelligent conversation. (laughs) And that's just the truth. You know what I mean? I feel, I mean, I'm just a person. You got to have way more than that. You know what I mean? Um, and even like he was older than me, he didn't really have plans from plans for his life. Like, I mean, when I was 16, I had a plan. Now, the plan is not the same now, of course, because a lot of elements of life happened, which kind of altered or detoured some of those things. But, I mean, like, when I was 16, I knew I wanted to be a celebrity wedding and event planner. I knew I wanted to be a dancer. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Um, and I knew I wanted to, well, at that time, I wanted to go pro with soccer. Two out of three of those things are probably going to be what my future looks like or part of the future. Um, yeah, 
<laughs> well, my present and my future. But anyway, so I met Queens. We were in East Orange, and me and Brooklyn were hanging out. And um, by the way, guys, I graduated high school at 16. So it's like when you, I guess when you think about it, like you know, because sometimes when I tell people stuff, they're like, "Where were your parents?" Like, sweetheart, my mom was very, very strict, extremely strict growing up. But once I was 16, because I, I graduated a year early, I skipped 11th grade. And that caused me to be very young, graduating high school. And my mom literally just released the chains. Like, she was just went from really being extremely strict to just being like, well, you, you graduated. So, I really don't care what you do. Yeah, so so I was able to kind of go hang out and stuff like that. So, if you if you know anything about where I'm, where I used to live in Jersey, I used to live in Neptune, New Jersey, which is Monmouth County. I used to hang out in um in like east orange and stuff because um up north it was really where a lot a lot of my acquaintances were like chanel you know who was my best friend growing up um she lived five minutes away from me in neptune but like i used to go to open mics and stuff for poetry and that's where i met a lot of the other people that kind of were in my life which was up north so i used to take the train about 45 minutes to go hang out but anyway okay so one day me and brooklyn decided to hang out and we were kind of around a bunch of people. And there was this guy who, like, dressed nice. He was attractive. He was light-skinned. And, you know, I wasn't I wasn't really, honestly, like, I noticed him. You know what I'm saying? But that's as far as it went because at the end of the day, you know, like, and me and Brooklyn were not together and never did anything, nothing. We were just, like, we were just really cool. And I kind of knew, and I think me and Brooklyn, I believe we had that conversation where I kind of was just, like, I just don't see this, like, lasting. And I feel like you're really cool. You know, you're a good friend. And that's as far as it goes. And I remember he was just like, he, because I know, I, I know we had the conversation because he kept telling me he was going to change my mind. But anyway, um, so you know, um, Queens had came over and was like, "Are you with him?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, oh, "Okay, good, because you're like, mm-mm." He was like, "Bro, she's out of your league." And now Brooklyn was very attractive, you know, tall. Um, light skin. I mean, not that I guess that has anything to do with it, but I mean, he was, I'm just describing him. He was light skin. He dressed like he was from New York. You know, they lived in Jersey, but they were definitely from New York. Um, you could just look at them and tell because of the way they dressed and the way they talked. And, you know, he had that kind of like that Brooklyn twang, if that makes sense. Like, he had that twang, like, in his voice and stuff and like that. And I used to always be like, yo, <laughs> you're in Jersey now. Um, but anyway, and, I remember he came over after he said that, and Brooklyn was like, bro, back up, you know, and he was like, he said something that I already put a stamp on her, and some, some bull crap like that, because I was just like, you put a stamp on who? I said, boy, I, we are not together, and for some reason, Queens thought that was so funny, and you know, we just kind of kicked it, like, we was we was chilling, we was, I mean, we was... At one point, it was always, it was just all of us. Like, we were just all friends. Then, um, I remember I was talking to him, and he was telling me he was, like, the manager. He was a, he he worked in New York, and he had, like, a really important job in uh, JCPenney. Like, a really important job. And I forgot his title, because I saw his, like, his badge or whatever. But I know it was, like, it was more than just a manager. Like, he was, he was making good money, and he had a really important job. So... You know, he was telling me he'd been there for a while. He was a little older, you know. Like, if I'm the age I am now, he's probably about... He's probably about 10 years older. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's... 
that's accurate um and once we all kind of hung out together it's almost like the story of um if you guys watch what is the show 13 reasons why and how was the one boy and two girls and they were like best friends and then the boy kind of liked like they the girls I guess both like the boy and then the girl kind of like I mean the boy chose another girl it's kind of like the same thing that happened to me Brooklyn and Queens because we was all hanging out and stuff like that and like they were always like really respectful and all that stuff never tried never tried like anything you know um and then it was kind of like I just gravitated towards Queens and now Queens just happened to be like you know he like I said I mean he had a plan for his life and we can like literally be laughing like little kids and then you know, and then be talking intelligent stuff. Um, now, when I met Queens, I already had Jordan. So, you know, and um, that was kind of, that was an interesting thing, too, because I remember he used to, and guys, I really hate this. I mean, now I'm not even in a position for y'all to say this to me, but um, I really hate somebody saying, like, Oh, you have a beautiful kid. I want to give you another one. For some reason, guys, I mean, and, and I've and I've heard that too many times, like, honestly, and it's kind of like, and I remember that threw me off. So me and, and he was like, oh, you got a beautiful kid. I, he was like, he was like, let me give you another one. And I was kind of like, excuse me, I'm not a baby factory. Okay. Like, I don't just want just, you know, a whole bunch of kids or whatever. And so, uh, you know, and I think that like that threw me off for some reason, like. <laughs> Even back then, I just didn't like lines and thinking that, you know, I don't know. So, we kind of fell off and we stopped talking. Then, he found me on, um, I was still on MySpace back then. And I remember he sent me a message and he was just like, because I, no, I was on Facebook too. Because I was on Facebook since like 2009. But he sent me a message on MySpace. And I remember I was just like randomly on there and I realized he sent it to me like two months ago. And it was around the, it was like literally like two days after we met. And he sent me this long message about like, yo, like you're like the coolest chick that I've ever met, you know? And I really want to, like, I really want to talk to you. Like, I know we just met two days ago. <laughs> he was like, I really want to talk to you. And I'm just like, wow. So I remember calling him and I was like, hey, Fred, oh, hey, Queens. Um, <laughs> I was just like, oh, wow. Like, I just got your message. And he was like, really? He's like, I always thought you just kind of thought it was weird and you just ignored it. I'm like, no. After that, we pretty much were talking. Like, we had a long conversation. We were talking. Um, Fast forward to kind of us hanging out in our relationship. Um, First of all, he's shorter than me. Or he's, like, the same height. And I'm, I've never, ever liked anyone. Like, I mean, you just got to be taller than me. Like, I'm just, I don't know. But for some reason, I made the exception with him. And in the very beginning, I mean, and he always, he's like, he's from New York. So he definitely has that kind of like a-hole personality sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And it was something I, and I'm sensitive. So it was something I had to get used to. Well, no, you know what? I'm going to change that. I shouldn't have had to get used to a man being like an a-hole to me sometimes. I should, you know, but at the time I was like, oh, just something I got to used to. So, you know, there was times when he was mean, but I just kept thinking like, you know, you know, it was just part of his personality and, like, that type of thing. And now, guys, let me tell you something. So, <laughs> he's not, he's not like, skinny, right? And he's not, like, muscular either. But I was, you know, I was bigger when I was younger. And he used to call me Big Mama. 
Now, I used to hate that term, you know, it's like, because I'm 19, 20 years old, like, don't call me that, you know, but, and he used to make fun of my weight, but then he used to also be like, oh, you're so beautiful, and you know, blah, blah, and I was always really confused, but at the time, I just accepted it, because I thought that that was just something I had to accept. Um, He always had a drinking problem, and when he drank, he was mean. I mean, I have, I can tell you some of the worst things I've ever heard in my life people said to me was from him when he was drinking. Um, yeah, so when we were together, um, he would drink and he would get in this complacent place or this, this kind of like comfortable place with with being drunk. Like he didn't want to be sober. And I remember thinking I had to save him, literally thinking like, I got, I got to help him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, now mind you, at the time I'm young and I got, um, and you know, of course, um, we, once, when we stopped talking, we stopped talking for a little bit and then, like I said, we got, you know, we got kind of back cool. And I mean, he, one day he got drunk and he told me he hopes I die. And I remember thinking like, you know, who says that to somebody that you care about? But I'm thinking it's just something I get used to. I got it. Like, I have to save him. I, I literally kept thinking I had to save him. Um, he said I, he, he hopes I die. And my first instinct was let me get my butt on the train and go fix this. You know, thinking he like he was mad at me and it was my fault. Um, I remember he told me to come over whatever. And I, you know, I went over there, whatever. And I knew he was drunk because he already called me. And he, see, he doesn't stop drinking. He didn't stop drinking back then until he, like, he stopped. Like, he was just, he was stopped. You know what I mean? Like, he just passed out or whatever. I remember going to to the house. And his his older brother was there. And his, I think his older brother's adopted. So, you know, he was he was considerably older. And I remember he was just like, I remember he told me, um... He was like, get out while you can. And I said, what? He was like, listen. He said, you're a good girl. Like, he said, I could see that. He said, you, you're you so caring. You're so, you know, you're such a sweetheart. I always do well with families, guys. But seriously. He was like, you're such a sweetheart. And he's like, and I know you really, really care about my brother. He said, but no. Get out while you can. And I'm thinking like, oh, you know, you're his brother. You're supposed to be, you know, on his side. Like, no, this is what he needs. Because he kept telling me how people just turn their back on him. They don't care about him. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be the one that cares. I'm going to be the one that cares. So, you know, I go in the house. And he told me to, like, get on his bed. And I remember thinking, like, what? He's like, get the F on my bed. I was like, okay. Listen, Freddie, you're, dr- wow. Okay, you know what? Anyway, you're drinking, um, like, you're not going to talk to me like that. And I remember thinking, like, you know, like, why? Because he used to have such a sweet side. He used to have such a sweet side. Like, I used to call him Pooh Bear, like, because he used to be such a sweetheart, and then he's just this a-hole. Long story short, um, he tried to force, in a way, he tried to uh, encourage strongly, um, something physical and I remember thinking like nah like I can't do this I left I think I I left and then I didn't speak to him that whole night and the next day I said I called him I said listen you need help and he I remember he said for what I'm like do you do you not remember what happened yesterday he's like he's like yeah he's like I came home from work around four o'clock I drank and I went to sleep 
I was like, no way. There's no way on God's green earth that you don't remember. And he was like, I mean, I had a few drinks and then I went to sleep. I said, that is not what happened. I was like, you don't remember what happened with us last night? And he was just like, I didn't even see you last night. And he was trying to argue me down that he didn't see me until his brother was like, what are you? He was like, why, why are you yelling at that sweet girl? And he was like, he was like, because she talking about she was over here last night. He was like, she was. He was like, she was over here last night? It was like, yeah. And I mean, I promise you, you could just hear, like, he was dead serious. He really did not think I was over there. And he was like, but what time? And he was asking his brother all these questions. Like, he was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he was like, legit asking, like, when did she come over? And he was like, oh, she ran out of here. Da, da, da. He's like, yo, what did I do? So, ended up telling him what happened. And he cried. Like, legit cry. I mean, he was just like, what? He's like, I promise you I don't remember. I told this man, I said, go get help before you do something that you regret. You know, to somebody that you care about. And not even just to me, but just in general. Um, and I also told him that he should spend so much money. And then um, his niece passed away not too long after that from a heart condition. She was kind of young. So, it's, you know, it kind of shocked everyone. And after that, he was, like, the meanest person I've ever met in my life. Like, um... Okay, and, you know, we kind of stopped talking or whatever. Um, Try not to make this too long. Um, And let's just kind of, like, fast. Okay, so then I learned I was pregnant. Um, No, we stopped talking. We didn't talk for a little bit. And then um, I ended up pregnant with Cameron. And I remember when I called him and I told him, well, no, I didn't call him and tell him. That's not that's not really how it happened. How it happened was I ended up posting about the pregnancy. And he was like, I knew, he, what did he say? He said something about like, oh, you were supposed to wait for me. You're trifling. You're a B. You're this, that, and a third. Why would you do this? Why would you do that? And I remember thinking like, what are you talking about? Like, what in the world? Because, I mean, like, what he was saying just kind of didn't make sense. I was just like, do you? Are you on, are you on some type of drugs? And I remember, and I legit was asking him like, "Are you on drugs?" <laughs> and he told he um you know, I think he ended up apologizing maybe a month later. So then you know we were good like I I didn't see him like we weren't hanging out or anything but he would randomly call me kind of like checking up on me and stuff like that and how you know how's the pregnancy going how's everything going I'm like you know everything's good whatever we was friends then. One day he got drunk and he said, he called me like, I need you to come over here. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, you do realize I have a whole child here. Like, and not, Cameron wasn't even born yet. Um, it was just Jordan. And he was just like, he was like, oh, I don't care about that. Blah, blah. I don't care about you being pregnant. And I was like, wow, I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about the fact that, like, you know, I have a child. I can't just get up at 10, 10 at night and leave. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and at that time, I really didn't want to because I already knew he was drunk. And I, you know what I'm saying, like, nothing ever happens, nothing ever good happens when Queens is drunk, okay, which is, at that point, was about 80% of the time. But anyway, I remember, um, he said, fine, F you, hung up the phone. Next day, this is like 11 o'clock in the morning, and he was already drunk again. And he was like, you know what, I just called to say I hope you die on the, on the table. I was like, what? And I was, this is why I was, I was probably like maybe a month and a half away from, um, actually giving birth, because uh, Cameron's due date was February 14th. I ended up having her Christmas. Um, but he was like, I hope you die on the operating table. 
and I remember thinking like, oh my God, like, I, I mean, I have never heard nothing like that in my life, like, and I remember crying, and he was like, man, suck that ass up, you know, I was just like, oh my God, yeah, I was about to say his name again, I was like, oh my God, like Queens, you know, I was like, that is the meanest thing I've ever heard you say to me, and he told me, he started saying stuff like he didn't care about me. He was only trying to get the goods. But I'm. he told me I was a, um, he said I was a prude or whatever word he used. But because, you know, he was saying that I, I made him wait a long time and this and a third. And he said uh, I should have, I should have, he should have left me with Brooklyn. I mean, saying some like mean stuff. And if anyone knows me, like I'm actually, even though I'm super sensitive now, back then I was definitely about five times more sensitive and I was just like, and he told me to go lose weight and go to the gym. I mean, it was hard. That phone call was so hard, but I was just like, yo, like, you are mean. Then he told, then like, okay, so also, Queens has cheated on me a couple times and blamed it on alcohol. And then one girl, her name, I mean, I don't care because, I mean, it's a million probably married souls. But the one girl married soul, I will never forget it because she lived in New York and she worked with him and Penny. And um, he cheated on me twice with her and then told me it was because, um, ha! <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sensitive. He told me that uh, he cheated on me. He cheated on me because, um, wow, it's, you know, some stuff is crazy because, like, it's, it shouldn't, like, still hurt. But um, he cheated on me because she, when she got, <laughs> when she was on top, you know, uh, it didn't hurt or, you know, uh, she wasn't heavy because she was, like, the skinny Spanish chick. And he, here's the thing why it hurt so bad. Back then, I was so conscious about my weight. I mean, I hate it. And for some reason, I just couldn't get small. You know what I mean? And so stuff like that hurt. And, and to be honest, the craziest thing was absolutely it hurt that he cheated on me. But the thing that hurt the most was his supposed reasoning. And I remember thinking like, oh, my God, I'm so fat. I'm so fat. You know what I'm saying? And like now, guys, I'm st- I'm not skinny. I'm still, you know, but I'm not big as I definitely not big as I was. I lost a lot of weight. And even now I'm starting to gain a little bit of it back. And, uh, like only like three, four pounds and I'm still like, oh my God, I need to work out. Oh my God. I need to, you know, I, oh, I can't eat for today. Like I'm sick. Like, I mean this, this, but society teaches you, you know what I'm saying? Like beauty is, is skinny. And yes, we are definitely having a lot more body positivity and everything, but you see like most of these men, and of course it's a side note guys, but, um, you see like most of these men, I mean, they go after like Meg the Stallion or, you know, who has like a body of almost perfection I guess you know what I'm saying like Meg the Stallion or you know who honestly that's the one person I keep thinking about um but like her or you know Lori Harvey or art like you know what I mean it's still kind of even though I'm like I'm older and I'm clearly I'm a grown woman now um it's still kind of prevalent to my life you know I still try to be like I gotta get these thighs down I gotta you know anybody anybody if you're around me you know I talk all the time about me my body being Miami ready because I'm like I want a flat stomach and I mean I'm considered even like 
you know, surgery options just because I, to make me look a certain way that I feel like would be more appealing. But, you know, I'm, I'm getting over it slightly. And I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just going to be thick or chunky, whatever you want to call it. Um, but anyway, back then I had a really bad problem with my weight. And so it just, it hurts so bad because I'm like, wow, you know, and I remember saying like, I remember telling him on the phone, like, if you thought I was ugly, why are you with me? He said, I never said you were ugly. I just said you're fat. I'm like, oh my God. So that you know, and and I and I say this for context, right? When I say that that relationship really changed a lot of things about me, like I, he made me feel like crap eighty percent of the time, and I honestly thought that he didn't like me. I thought that I don't even know to be honest. I really don't know why we carried on so long. Um, I think that it was just I don't know. That was that relationship was really hard for me because I at after that I had a lot a lot of self esteem. My self esteem went. It was, like, almost non-existent. And I used to kind of get my hair done, get my nails done, like, just to make people think that I that I thought I was something. You know what I mean? But I felt, I mean, he made me feel like nothing. And that's just the truth. He made me feel like the bottom of the shoe type. Um, it hurt a lot. Um, everything about our relationship was kind of, like, towards the end was just hurt and just... I mean, my the how I thought about myself was just it just was in the trash at this point, right? Um, yeah. So, and then then when I you know and then he, whenever I tried to help him, he's always telling me to shut up and stuff like that and this and the third. And he used to, he used to also be another like my kid's father used to tell me all the time like oh I'm trying to do too much and he used to be the same way like you trying to do too much why are you why are you trying to do this and why are you trying to do that like who who cares about this and who cares about that and you trying to be rich you ain't gonna be no rich person da 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 you know you're delusional like I promise you. So that was the backdrop. And then we just stopped talking and I never, once, I think once that conversation happened, that last conversation about like us, you know, he just was like the meanest person in the whole entire world to me. We didn't talk for years. He hit me up, um, after my fourth daughter and was like, oh, you know, one of those like, yo, I'm, I'm happy that you had a baby, but that baby was supposed to be mine. That type of, no, it, it really wasn't. Um, <laughs> but okay, thank you. And then we stopped talking and then we kind of became a little bit cool again when I moved down South because, you know, we just, we just kind of randomly started talking. I was older and I kind of like, I forgave him for all of that. And so we got cool. And then he was like, I want you to move back. I want to be with you. I'm ready to be with you this time. And I kind of was just like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm in a relationship. And at the time, my kid's father didn't care about you know me and him being friends or being cool so I always kept it at a distance like we ain't gonna be talking every day all the time but at the same time you know I kept it cordial I kept it cool and then he got mad because he told me um I had went to Jersey for a couple days and he wanted me to come see him and I was like oh no (laughs) like because you know you're my ex I'm not gonna I'm not just about to be hanging out with you and especially if you already told me that, you know, you miss me and you want to see me. I already know what it, you know, I already know what you're going, what type of vibe you're going to be on. And at the end of the day, I was, I was in a committed relationship. So I said, no. Sure enough, he went right back to who he used to be and telling me, calling me all types of names and all this stuff. And like, oh, well, F you. I don't want you anymore. Okay, well, then why are you talking to me? You know, but by then I kind of got a little bit stronger. So I'm like, really like, okay, why are you talking to me? Um, Yeah. <laughs> so that you know that that part of my life was over 
Um, and then I haven't heard from him until today. And he was just going in on about how, like, he's so sorry. Like, he know he really messed up. You know, I'm like, oh, you're a good girl. He was like, you've always been beautiful. And he was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, this is what he told me, guys. Before I was just like, okay, I got to go. He told me that the reason why he used to always talk about my weight and put me down was because he felt that I was too good for him and he didn't want me having a big head about myself and going to another man who would treat me better that is some toxic stuff right there okay that's toxic I I I really I feel like toxic is definitely thrown around a lot but if anything is toxic that is absolutely toxic you know to say that you are putting someone down and trying to tear someone down just so they don't talk to someone else or they don't, you know, feel good about themselves, that is some, that's a sick mindset, you know. And then he was, you know, going, of course, like I said, he, I said earlier, he was talking about how, like, you know, I, he realized I was trying to help him and I'm the only person he want to talk to because I'm the only person that, you know, believed in him and all this other great stuff. And like I said, guys, um... I'm good where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? I'm good at where I'm at and I'm big on respect. So I'm never going to disrespect. If I'm like, if I'm with somebody, I'm not going to disrespect you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm good. I'm just good where I'm at. Like, and I'm, and I'm okay with it. I think it's, I think some things should be left in your past. You know what I'm saying? Like some things should just be left in your past and some things are just not your problem. And it's not mean, it's not inhumane, it's not whatever. It's it's just the truth. Some things are just not your problem. And I feel like today that was one of those. It's like, listen, I was trying to help you. And I, and I, remember, and I said, like, I was trying to help you like six, six seven years ago, five, five, six, seven years ago. You know, um, timelines are blurry sometimes. Um, and I'm like, and you didn't want my help. You know what I'm saying? I allowed myself to be verbally abused just to... You know, to try to be there. Because, you know, somebody say, like, everybody always leaves me. And nobody ever wants to stick around. Nobody ever wants to help me. Everybody wants to, you know. And so I try, I kept trying to be that person. That person that sticks around. Sometimes, guys, listen. You have to hold your... If someone... Okay. Someone doesn't hold your peace as a priority. Someone doesn't hold your health and your well-being as a priority. You have to. Because if you don't, nobody else will. And, um... And like I said, I mean, I, I just... I always... Like, when he was talking, I was just sitting there kind of like, really... Because I remember he just made me feel like nothing. He made me feel like crap 85% of the time, which is, you know, and, and, you know, you think, why would you stay if he's so mean? Because at that time, I didn't think I deserved any better because I didn't truly love myself back then. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like myself. I didn't love myself. I, I was basic, you know, and it was all based on like the opinions or, you know, just like, oh, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not skinny. I'm not, you know, but I play sports. And still wasn't skinny. You know what I'm saying? Another thing, like, you know, uh, which I will talk about on another day. <laughs> um, I have a lung disease, COPD. So, um, the, you know, I was, my like, the inhalers and stuff, they had steroids in them. If anyone knows about steroids, you know, steroid medication is going to blow you up. So, I was never going to be skinny. Um, there's that. But I used to just feel so like crap about myself, you know what I mean? And he made me feel like crap. And to hear that he made me feel like crap because he knew I wasn't crap and he just didn't want me going to somebody else, like, mm mm. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's what I say. Never compromise yourself. Be who you are and stand in it. You know what I mean? So, like, and when I say that, I mean, like, back then I thought that, I, th- I used to think that I wasn't good enough, that, you know, I cared too much, and this, that, and the third, and, um, sorry, guys, but, um, that wasn't the case, you know what I'm saying, he just wasn't the person for me, he wasn't the person I appreciated it, until it's too late, he didn't see the value in who I was and what I was doing until it was too late. You know what I'm saying? And I used to think, honestly, you know what's so crazy, guys? I've always been a person who wants to inspire and motivate and stuff. And sometimes I feel like it's almost like, like, if it makes sense, a lot of times I feel like, oh, it's all for nothing. You know, like, okay, I keep trying to help this person. I keep trying to motivate them. I keep trying to be inspiring. And it's not even doing anything. Like, what am I doing? Like, what's really my purpose? Because I used to always say my purpose was to, you know, be inspirational and motivational and to empower people. And I used to be like, maybe that's not really my purpose. Like, maybe I'm just not good at this whole inspiring thing. And to see that, to be honest, the only thing I got out of it is, like I said, don't compromise and that, you know, I am who I am. And God made me like this for a reason. And a lot of times I feel like I went through those relationships to appreciate when I get a good one. Um... You know, so I feel like, even like okay, so like like I put on Snapchat. You know, sometimes, sometimes we plant seeds or we do stuff, and we like we don't see the fruit from it. So we think that it's just a dead seed. We get discouraged. But guess what? Sometimes. It just takes a little bit longer to to water it. Because to be honest, I'm happy that... Let me tell you what I am happy about. I'm happy that stuff I said six years ago resonates with somebody today. You know what I mean? I'm happy that... I'm just... I'm happy that I'm, I'm able to plant a seed... And God allows it to be watered years later. I think. I also value my my peace and um, my well being in general. And and since I already know that that is not a good situation for me to be in. You you just won't you won't you won't catch me purposely putting myself in those situations, and I could tell like even though he's maybe matured a little bit, I would hope for six seven years, but he's still kind of the same him. And I respect myself. I respect my relationship. I respect my kids. You know, because they need a healthy mom, right? They need a healthy and emotional healthy mom, and a happy mom. I just respect them too much to. To even allow myself to put, be put in that situation. Like I said, guys, you it is so important to understand. Everything is not your battle. And everyone is not who you're supposed to save. Sometimes you have to, like, literally let go and let God. So I'm going to pray for you from a distance. And I'm going to love, you know, I'm going to love on you from a distance, you know, with the love of Christ. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm just going to let God do the rest. Because I couldn't do it back then. That doesn't mean I could do it now, you know. And I just feel like it's not my problem. 
but I thought it was an interesting story because like I said, you know, when I'm when I heard it, I'm just like wow. You know what I'm saying? Like just, you know, wow. It's it's just mind-blowing. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, he he really made me feel like crap back then. He really made me feel like nothing. So and it's it's something about when people see you happy, they just, you know, they just can't handle it like and because it's funny because um I think that's why we're not friends on Facebook. You know, whenever I post something and he'd be like, you know, I miss you. No, Mm-mm, delete. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, and sometimes sometimes you're just going to be that one for somebody. You're just going to be the person that got away. I mean, that's just that's just reality. But don't bring yourself back down by um, by getting back into something. You know, like somebody had posted, I'm, I'm never going back to what God, what I had to pray my way out of. I'm never going back to what God delivered me out of. And, I, and that's just the truth. And like I said, honestly, I'm happy where I'm at. And I'm just, I'm just so focused on things. And to be honest, I already know what comes with, with him. You know, it's stress and all this stuff. And it's hard to even be somebody's friend when they don't respect just the friendship boundary. And not only that, but they think like, oh, you used to be, I used to be your priority. I'm trying to be your priority again. Like, no sweetheart i'm just gonna pray for you and hope for the best you know and um yeah so that was like a little bit of story time i think if anything um he just you know solidified my purpose and i know that i'm meant to inspire and motivate and i know that there are going to be people that are my assignment but it's just not him you know what i mean and um and also, you know what, ladies, men, because this is, you know, a lot of times we talk about self-esteem and self-love, and for some reason, we always direct it to the ladies, like men don't have the same problems, you know what I mean? Now, they may be different, of course, because, I mean, we're not going to be worried about certain things that guys are because we're not the same, but at the same time, like, Men have these, you know, men men go through the stuff too. So I'm talking to everybody when I say this. You have to love yourself. You have to love yourself and know who you are and stand in it. And I talk about this a lot, whether it's, you know, with the girls that I mentor or anything. Like, you have to know who you are and stand in it. And this is and this is the reason why. Um, because if I knew who I was back then, if I had the, the sense of purpose that I do now, if I really loved on myself and really had, like, you know, the self-esteem and self and the the self-worth that I do now, I wouldn't have even allowed it to get that far. I wouldn't even allowed him to even touch my mental. You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't even been able to disturb my peace. Like I wouldn't even stay, I wouldn't have stayed with him that long. And I think a lot of times when we stay with people that are toxic or, you know, um, mistreat us, we have to look at how, how we are judged. You know, we have to look at like, okay, do we, do we um you know do we love ourselves and it's all about and a lot of times we're like why does that person stay with that person why does that person stay being you know stay while they're being abused and stuff and a lot of times it's because we don't we feel like we don't deserve any better or we've had people whether it's men or women because let me tell you something women do verbally abuse too you know and that's a whole nother topic but when we talk about oh you broke and you this and you that and act like a man can't go you know and here's a here's a really quick really quick thing a man being a provider does not mean that he has to pay all your bills, okay? And if he's not paying every single bill by himself or you have to do something, that does not mean he's any less of a provider or a king. But anyway, I digress. But back to what I was saying, it's just that, like, 
you know you have to love yourself you have to know who you are and know why you're here and sometimes we don't know why i'm here like what is my purpose i just feel like i'm going through life whatever let me tell you something you have to be in a position where like you well you want to be in a position where you don't let anyone disturb your peace or disturb anything like you know kind of around you that's going to bring negativity if i said that right but you like pretty much you don't want negativity in your life you know and um and now who like and to be honest like well i'm in a position right now that i can't i really can't stress out or get my blood pressure up um i'm pretty sure my my doctor would have had a conniption if she knew <laughs> she knew how stressed i was yesterday so you know i'm just and, and and it's about my priorities and who i care about and what i care about i care about my kids i care about my health i care about you know kind of the good things that are going on in my life i care about my friends so anything to disturb that bubble of mine it has to be a no tolerance policy like and you guys have to have a no tolerance policy right so it can't be halfway you have to prioritize what you prioritize and just everything else falls by the wayside period that's, that's it and that's just how I am now. And like I t- and just like I told him when, you know, before I hung up, I said, "Listen, I said it's honestly just not my problem right now." And I, but I do wish you the best, and I do think you need to go to rehab. You know, you don't have to be rude about it. You don't have to be rude about letting somebody know that. Listen, you're not a part of my life anymore, and you have to stay that way. Because I care about my keep peace. I care about my relationship. I care about my marriage. Whatever you know, whatever, whatever that person is trying to disturb, if that makes sense. And some people just don't have good intentions. Like, they only have good intentions as long as, they, as long as they're using you. You know what I mean? Like, their intentions are only going to be pure and good as long as you're giving them something that they need. And just like I explained to him, all he, right now, he just wants someone to validate him. That's really what it is. Because he's like, I feel less of a man. I feel this and I feel that. Listen, everybody has hard times. You know what I'm saying? But he just wants that validation. And he knew back then, is that's what I gave him. Right, so he's thinking about back then, like, oh, she used to always because I'm me. I am all about. I don't care if you're my brother, my cousin, anything. I'm all about building up our men. You know what I mean? Because I feel like we don't do it enough. I feel like we're always so kind of programmed and brainwashed to just think that women are the only ones that need to be validated or need to be talked about their worth, or they're the ones that need uplifting. So do men. You know what I mean? Like, or women are the only ones that deal with self-esteem. They're the only ones that have self-love problems. Because we always talk about, oh, you know, most time we talk about self-love, it has to do with women. And then we connect it to, you don't need a man to make you feel, okay, what about what about men? Like, men go through the same stuff. Like, and you know what, matter of fact, let me tell you something. I'm going to have Derek back on here. And I'm going to have my brother on here. Because I want to do an episode just solely about men. Like, and what they go through. Because... And I, cause I feel like we just, we just, we act like they just have to be Superman and oh, they're, they're good. They're good. They're the providers. That's all they need to do. No, they got feelings too. And I think it's something to be said about, you know, when men are emotional or they get in their emotions and like, even for Derek to say, um, what do he say? Like, you know, a woman don't want a man always in their feelings. And now I, I want a man who's going to be a protector, but I do think that men can, men are allowed to have feelings, but, um, yeah. So I was I say all that to say this like you have to be able to sift out people's intentions you have to be able to prioritize your self-love your peace and your whatever's going on in your life right now you know what I'm saying because like I said I'm I'm huge on respect and maybe maybe too much I don't know if you if that's even a thing but I'm very very big on very 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 big on respect so if I feel like someone's gonna disrespect my relationship nah I'm good 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, or even, even just disrespect me. You know what I'm saying? You don't get to, you, okay, here's another thing. Ladies and men, I sp I'm speaking to everyone. We have to stop thinking that we have to give everyone millions of chances. Like, that. that is not, I don't know what book people get out of, like, oh, you have to keep forgiving. No, you can forgive them and let go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm not going to keep giving you a million chances to keep putting me down. I'm not going to give you a million chances to tear me down and just, no. You had all those chances years ago and you blew them. So now, don't, you know, and, and, and you, okay, here's the other thing. We have to be okay with people not being okay with our choices. Because a lot of times, you know, like, and I'm pretty sure he probably thought that I'd be sitting on the phone with him all for hours because years ago, that's what I did. And coddling his, his, you know, his, 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 uh, his ego, I guess, because years ago, that's what I did, even at my detriment, but that's just not who I am anymore. You know what I'm saying? And that's not, that's not what I'm about to do. But I mean, the reason why I'm going to share this story is just because like, I think so many of us in general, we like, okay. In my book, I say a person's incapability incapability of loving me correctly has nothing to do with my worth and I feel like that's so huge like that is so huge because I definitely used to associate someone not loving me appropriately or correctly with oh I'm just not worth it I'm not worth the love I'm not worth this you know and that's just not true so you know I'm just big on that guys but um yeah so there was a little story time a little moral of the story and um I just think it's important, like, we gotta just, like, we gotta seriously, like, just know who you are and stand in it, and if somebody doesn't appreciate it, hey, listen, that's their loss, you know what I'm saying, and like I said, you know, everybody's not yours to save, sometimes you gotta let people go and just let them be in their own way, because you tried already, you know, and like I said, you do not have to give people millions of chances, so as always, thank you for listening to this episode of Join the Group Chat, hashtag JTGC. And hey, let me know what you thought about this episode. You know, like I said, I don't really do too many story times and diving into my personal life or my past. Um, but I feel like this was so relevant because I mean, I was just on, I promise you, I was shaking my head. I think the phone call was like seven minutes and 10 seconds. I was shaking my head the entire time. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, Lord help him. No, seriously. And because I'm just like, I, I was just, I was just shocked. And I was kind of like, you know what? some people you just can't help yourself right so i wish him all the best though wish him all the best hope he gets himself together and you know hope he gets hope he gets into rehab hope he gets the help he needs and gets a place and all that stuff i absolutely wish him the best but i'm wishing best from the distance you know because i definitely did let him know i was blocking him so i don't need the toxic what is it what's that word toxic a c toxic city wow but you guys know what i mean <laughs> I don't need the negativity in my life, period. Um, I'm definitely going to learn to go say that word because now it's going to bother me. But um, I don't need the negativity in my life. And I'm just, I'm really, I'm good where I'm at. And I don't want nothing disturbing that, period. Y'all have to get that way too. Like, y'all have to be in a place where y'all just like, listen, nothing is worth messing this up. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing is worth messing it up, even thinking about messing it up. Just saying, so... Thanks for listening to another episode of Join the Group Chat. And we are in season two, guys. So super excited. And you guys will get another episode this weekend with me and my sister. Um, and have a great day, guys.